0: Good morning. I'm Caroline Andres. I used to work here in Christian Ed as a youth coordinator, working with middle school and elementary school students. But now I teach English in middle school in East Aurora. When I was working here, our team helped launch Our Whole Lives, a sex ed curriculum for middle and high schoolers. I think their retreat was last weekend that focuses on healthy relationships, accurate information, that is presented in an honest and open way. That curriculum ultimately led me to do advocacy work for queer students in District 87, the Glenberg High Schools. On the subject of sexuality and gender, there is so much new vocabulary. Pansexual, you're open to all sexualities. Demi-romantic, romantic attraction only comes when you are emotionally involved. I should hope so. (laughs) Cisgender, you align with the gender you were assigned at birth. Non-binary, it's taken me a long time to understand that non-binary has nothing to do with computer codes. Pronouns, they them. As an English teacher, I had to confirm this. I had to go to the Chicago Manual of Style and confirm that they them can be is accepted as a singular. Well, yes, since 1920 or something. Where have I been? In the cisgender pink cardigans of Talbot's, obviously. In the 80s and 90s, obviously. In the 80s and 90s, I was writing grants and helping ailing friends and working on educational shows about HIV and AIDS related diseases. You may recall my big hit, The Wizard of AIDS, where I was, I played the witch of unsafe sex and was killed by a giant condom over the head. (laughs) What a world! What a world! What a. (laughs) True, all true. And my family has marched in Chicago Pride representing FCCGE for a number of years as part of welcoming churches, so it is no surprise that our kids, Phil's and mine, know this history and identify as queer. Queer is not a pejorative for them, like it was for me when I was growing up. Queer is a badge of pride. Queer is community. Like many of you, we live in the Glenbard High School, District 87. Our kids attend South. Well, Maggie's graduated now, but Catherine is a senior. When Maggie was a sophomore, a mom of a transgender kid invited her to a meeting at her home to talk about the general treatment of LGBT kids in the district. So Catherine and Maggie and I all went. This began a four year journey toward changing policy in the district to be more affirming of queer students, with particular emphasis on supporting trans students, non-binary, and students questioning their gender. Because it was so inhospitable for her son, that mom moved with her family and left the district. And I took up the leadership because this group of kids were my children's group of kids. I knew them. I loved them, but I wasn't alone by any means. Half of our committee are members here. Hal Temple, Chuck and Mary Ellen Lukovsky, Cindy Christensen, the Henkel family, and lots of others who are willing to speak up and out on behalf of these students. Over the course of four years, and oh, and this church was the place where we met over and over. During those four years, we put forth a huge effort of letter-writing and attending meetings. We hosted an educational movie night at the library and held panel discussions. We combed the news for evidence-based, medically accurate, positive stories that were guided, and were guided all the while by advocacy groups who helped us with wording and legal resources. My husband Phil edited out all the emotion of my letters to make me seem, well, rational. <laughs> we focused on support. 50% of teen suicides are trans kids. Why wouldn't the school district want to be supportive? I created this beautiful Leslie Nope styled binder that included model policies and procedures, thank you, Oak Park, River Forest, affirming documents from the American Academy of Pediatrics, insurance companies, respected educational journals, all the correspondence, and a timeline that included other districts that had made similar positive changes. And I gave this binder to the board members. And then the opposition woke up. One complainer actually said, I didn't know this was happening. You can't expect me to read all those emails. I'm so busy. Another kept showing up in a T-shirt that read, Take Back the Rainbow. Just let that sit for a second. It's so offensive. (laughs) Take Back the Rainbow. Board meeting after board meeting, we addressed their concerns. They were sure that transgender students would rape their children. No, sexual assault is not about gender. It's about power and violence. No, I I think that you're equating transgender with sexual predators, and that's a very, very different issue. They were sure that transgender students were mentally deranged. No, actually, the World Health Organization has taken gender dysphoria off mental illnesses. And, of course, they were motivated by faith. And there's no arguing with that. But one of the best comebacks I heard was from our own pastor, Seth Carey, who simply said, I just want to ask the board two questions. What would fear do? And what would love do? Mic drop. Essentially, these people confuse being uncomfortable with being unsafe. I mean, just because my body makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't give you the right to banish me from your sight or deny me access to the bathrooms. But they didn't really get that. In October of 2019, policies and procedures were passed. We won. We won. This kind of advocacy helped prompt our governor to appoint a task force to create inclusion protocols for all LGBTQ students in Illinois. I was a consultant for that task force, and now the Illinois State Board of Education is in the process of sharing those recommendations to regional offices of education all over Illinois. For me, being the church is not an alone kind of thing. It's a community thing. But you can't really do community without focusing on love. Being the church means that at the root of whatever you're doing, love is there. Love is grounding your decisions, your actions. I know we were successful because we focused on love, not fear. We focused our love for these students. And even though it sounds kind of hokey, we had love for the ones who disagreed with us, too. I'm not saying that the opposition didn't vex us or challenge us, but keeping the focus on love for the students and helping to create best practices so that they may achieve grounded us. Just think about it for yourself with whatever is troubling you at the moment. Ask yourself, as Seth asked the board, what would fear do and what would love do? Be the church. Go for the love. Thank you.